The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. I do want to play a little bit of an interview though that. Uh, we did in the first hour here on the show it's with Geraldine Leonard so Geraldine was listening to the Heart Shoulder yesterday when we were talking about trolley numbers in Irish hospitals and she wanted to share the story of her 84 year old dad Noel after he had two of his teeth removed take a listen over the weekend it ended up to where he had a non-stop bleed um, he woke up in the middle of the night he got himself into his car with blood pouring from his gums Drove to Lachlanstown Hospital, thinking someone there might see him. He was sent away due to the fact that there is actually no A&E opened past six o'clock. And he was told to just go home, call an ambulance, which is what he did. And then he called the ambulance. They arrived. They took him into St. Vincent's Hospital. Um, And then he was just left there and not seen until uh, the next uh, day, which is when my sister arrived in. And she basically had to plead his case. He had just been left on a trolley. There were many people left in the waiting room of all ages, but particularly older people who didn't have anybody there to fight their case. And due to my sister being there, we finally got him seen to, but then we were sent home. Mm. And then we were then had to go back in again because the gums were still bleeding. And we should have been sent to St. James's Hospital in the very beginning. We got on to the dental hospital. They sent um, a doctor over. She was lovely. She my, she had to redo all the, the stitch work on my dad's gums mm. and had to stay in the hospital and was left on the trolley for the night where he then got transferred over to St. James's. That was Geraldine speaking to us a little bit earlier. And there's a number of different strands to the story that I think people found infuriating. One was the fact that he was finally admitted and seen and dealt with only after Geraldine's sister went in and, and as she acknowledged herself, kicked up a fuss, which you shouldn't have to do to have your elderly father seen in an Irish hospital. The other thing that was frustrating was how many resources were wasted because of the mismanagement. So he was in and out of hospitals, ambulances had to be sent for, a doctor had to be transferred or rather sent from one hospital to another to see him, then to ask him to be transferred to that hospital that that doctor was based in. All of that would have been avoided and fewer resources wasted had he been simply directed to the hospital he should have gone to first and foremost. Those were just a couple of the strands. The other uh, uh, aspect that Geraldine talked about uh, to her story was the huge catchment area and the huge population pressures that are placed on St. Vincent's Hospital in Dublin, particularly uh, after the uh, Lachlanstown Emergency Department was effectively downgraded and doesn't open 24 hours, doesn't operate as a a full accident and emergency department uh, anymore. Uh, John Brady's with me. Sinn Féin TD for Wicklow and an awful lot of Wicklow relies on the coverage from St. Vincent's Hospital. John, you're welcome to the show. I mean, when you listen to a story like uh, Geraldine's, what is your reaction? What is your assessment of what should be done? Unfortunately, it's heartbreak um, because it's it's not a a story that's in isolation. Um, It's unfortunately a story that has become more and more uh, common um, since the closure of the A&E in, in uh, St. Column Kills back in 2013 and at that point I mean there was a massive public 
protest against the closure because it was serving a huge population. I think over 21,000 people, not just from Wicklow, but parts of South County Dublin, would have relied on the A&E that provided a fantastic service uh, for so many people. 21,000 people annually uh, used that. And, you know, in the run up to uh, the closure, it's so many people at the time in contact with me saying, look, that A&E had actually saved their lives. People having heart attacks, traveling from parts of, of South Wicklow and um, that, you know, ambulance is able to go in there as opposed to going to uh, St. Vincent's or elsewhere. So the closure of the A&E back in, in 2013 put huge pressures on other services. 21,000 people effect- effectively put in on top of a service in St. Vincent's uh, that was already completely mm. overwhelmed. Um, and I think, unfortunately, we are now seeing the repercussions of that flawed and, and, and failed policy um, being, being yeah. I, I suppose, borne out now. In the abstract, people can understand the argument about you know, kind of pooling resources and centres of excellence and all of that. But we, we seem then when it comes to putting this into practice, not very good at it because like Lachlanstown, St. Colum Kills and, and Vincent's, I mean, that's not the only example of this. You think of Nina and Ennis and St. John's were downgraded and then lo and behold, UL, where everyone was sent, University Hospital Limerick rather, couldn't cope with it. It's the fear that people have as well, John, isn't it, in Navan, that they're told, don't worry, Our Lady of Lourdes will be able to cope with you. And they look at what's happened to your constituents, they look over in the West and they think, I'm not so sure about that. Yeah, and look, I mean, all the promises, and I, I, I remember at the time the now Minister for Health, uh, Stephen Donnelly, um, who was a member of the opposition, he came out and he, he, he said, look, I am supporting the, the closure, the downgrading of the services here because I have been promised there will be additional resources going into uh, St. Vincent's. Um, we now know that didn't materialise, and that's why now, you know, um, like many of our A&Es right across the state, 42% of people that go into St. Vincent's A&E have to wait at least 24 hours before being seen. And and that's exactly what happened uh, to Noel here in this instance, that we are now left with a a minor injuries unit in uh, Lachlanstown that closes at 6pm and that's had its own difficulties. I mean, a, a couple of years ago, uh, maybe a little bit longer, um, a guy had contacted me. He was having a, a massive heart attack. He showed up at the uh, the minor injuries unit and was told he was literally turned away because he hadn't got a, a GP referral letter. That man went on to have a, a massive heart attack and it led to all sorts of reviews in the hospital. But But, he, but these are the real impacts um, on communities, on people, um, you know, um, are young, are old, are, are suffering because of, of uh, the poor investment, the failure of uh, government and, and, and the failure of the HSE. And unfortunately, we, we now see, you know, so many people like Noel left lying on, on, on trolleys, not getting the care, the pressure that's being put on the hospital staff or nurses or, or doctors who are doing phenomenal work in very, very mm. difficult circumstances is is um, absolutely uh, a disgrace, it has to be said. John Brady, Sinn Féin TD for Wicklow. John, thanks for joining us. If people want to listen back to what Geraldine Leonard uh, had to say in full, uh, they can find that interview. It's available as a podcast uh, on the News Talk uh, app. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.